1: Hello out there, across the vast landscape, Disaster Divas. It is I, Jordan Cruciola, your co-host. And it's me, Amanda Smith. And it is homecoming time for the Disaster Girls podcast. So
0: glad to be back with Dr. Lady Scientist Lake Bell.
1: Dr. Lady Scientist Lake Bell, who says, I don't have my scuba diving outfit, so I'm going to cover myself in Vaseline and I am going to go save us. Yeah. And I'm going to dive into this freezing cold water in just my because I will do what it takes. I'm so
0: glad you're bringing this up immediately because it. I want to call out one thing that I have to assume was totally Lake Bell's decision, which was <laughs> that her underwear didn't and her bra didn't match.
1: That is such a... I was noticing that, honestly. And like, reality index. This woman right doesn't care?
0: Back. Yes, Exactly. This woman has never once matched her no. underwear and her bra intentionally, and I she love that she is accidentally
1: hot. That's it.
0: Yeah, this is this is entirely by bi- Like when you tell when actresses and celebrities are like, oh, I don't really do anything. I just watch what I eat and do yoga. Like I don't believe it. I do believe that Dr. Lady Scientist like Bell looks like yes. that naturally. <laughs> eats nothing but Flamin' hot Cheetos. And yeah. that's just what she looks like. And I'm okay with that. That is she is Completely. A genetic Marvel, whatever. Yep. But I did marvel. I loved that she just her underwear and her bra didn't match. There was no world in which, if she had been in a matching set, I would have had issues. I would
1: have immediately <laughs> yeah. been like, no, no, that's She wouldn't like surface as much. It would be a different show. It would be a different
0: show. That's the thing. Like we've talked before about how In not many ways, it would be a is.
1: different show.
0: Yeah. This show is not male gate Like the dialogue gets weird and creepy sometimes. Like, we can we can get into... In the way that it
1: was the 2000s, you know? It's what yeah. we were all
0: doing. Yeah, and I mean, like, Jackson leaning in and with Rich when they have, like, guy time to be like, so, are you fucking her? It yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. not the finest moment in this show's history. No. But it did feel awkwardly real. Oh, yeah. It was like, this would happen. This would yes, happen. Yes, this would happen. That being said... I so appreciate that when she slathers herself in Vaseline all over her chest. It isn't like yeah. a it's it's extremely everything about that moment and uh, her in her underwear is so practical. Oh yeah. And it's just like again this is this show continues to not be particularly male gazy, even when like we
1: had Le- Leighton Meester in nothing but a bikini for most of her first 4 episodes. And this, what I like especially about that scene, too, is that it reinforces that nothing is going on between her and Rich. Yeah. Like, it, like, they're, I like so much that this is not a will they, won't they? Not that I have any love for his awful wife. Yeah. (laughs) Like, she, she's written to be an awful wife for sure, but, like, We don't need this, you know, maybe things will change, but we don't need things to this point complicated by, like, Rich and Lake Bell exchanging stolen glances. And when he turns around, when she starts just tearing off her clothes on the beach, he is sincerely like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, oh my (laughs) god. it's You're not getting, like, you're not getting that cutaway to him where he's doing, like, the peak thing. Yeah. Which is like, but secretly, of course I'm interested. No, he's really just befuddled. Rich is befuddled in that moment.
0: Yeah, there's a, like, the version of this where basically she says, turn around, and he turns around, faces the rear, like, his side view mirrors, and then looks in the side view mirror as she gets undressed. Yes! And we don't get that. We just get genuinely uncomfortable Rich. Because Rich is dealing with his own shit. Rich is having too much of a psychotic break to have time to think about what a haughty Lake Bell is.
1: Yeah, and and Lake Bell is about to swim a ridiculous distance. Yeah, in cold ocean water to like in northern California water. Yeah, like we're on the run now. We have been like Circo is dead. It's all coming up. Like we are on the lamb now. So they're like by water, and she's like, "I'm gonna go get us a boat," and that means she's gonna swim out to Jackson's boat and be like, "You gotta help us." And, it, like, when she's standing out there, basically starts just, like, running into the water to start swimming, you can't see a fucking boat out there. No. We have no idea how far that boat is, but Lake's just gonna get in that water and get the job done.
0: Yeah, she just solves the problem.
1: And, I mean, her the problem.
0: solution to solving the problem, as it seems to be on a continuous basis, is just, I'm gonna find Jackson, and it, yeah. it'll solve it. <laughs> but that hasn't failed them yet. So, no! I
1: mean, like, uh, Who's wrong in this case? I don't think it's Lake Bell. Coming back into the episodes, like, after, after a spell of being away, it was funny to see reinforced that there's just nothing mom-like about Lake and her little boy. Oh, my God. Like, 100% that's not her ex. It's her brother. She is an aunt. That mm-hmm. boy is her nephew. Like, the idea that we are still by supposed to buy, that this is her own son and this is her ex... Uh, no no way whatsoever do i like i know that it's literally true but nothing about that feels true
0: no it doesn't and when she so like they at this point they have decided to build a submersible which she is qualified to do because reasons they decide to build a submersible to go down to the depths to see the magmasores in person and get evidence and so she calls her ex to like her moment with her son to say goodbye and also to give her ex the coordinates of where she's gonna be and honestly when that kid their dynamic is so co-workers her and her son oh my god it is so it's so funny it's amazing like i mean not (laughs) not roommates co-workers and it's not from like her doing a bad job it's just that there is nothing in that in their interactions that feels maternal or protective. None. And it's really, I don't know, maybe it's just like the kids. I'm starting to wonder, is it—is it her? Is it the kid in this who just is written
1: so weirdly and like precociously? I don't know. I think at least in part, it's that he is her motivation for nothing.
0: Yeah, that's true.
1: Like, this is her son. She's a mom. And he factors into her decision making zero percent.
0: Yeah, I mean, at the end of this episode shocker the line has been severed they're now plunging to the bottom of the ocean and possibly directly into the core and there's at no point do we get a moment of her being like my son
1: what are you talking about
0: rich is like rich is on the on the walkie telling Jackson to cut him loose and be like, cut, him, cut us loose, cut us loose. Cause Rich. Yeah. It's the dead. most
1: somber. He, It's like a, like Jackson's like, you gotta come up now. It's a fucking storm. I don't know if I can get you back. If you don't come back now. And Rich like takes the walkie and gives like the meaningful glance. And yeah. like they agree. And he just gives like the most somber, like we're good brother. Like accepting their fucking fate moment of oblivion. And she doesn't say, Jackson, go to my son and tell him I love. Like, nothing about, like, get one last message to my son. It's just her nodding at Rich being like, yeah, go ahead and tell him we accept our deaths. Yeah,
0: we're we're good with dying like this, which... We're good!
1: We're embracing that now.
0: Yeah, and, like, Rich not having the moment of anything with his daughters fully tracks for me. Like, this man is... We, as we have very clearly seen, this man is having an, a very severe mental episode. Like he's yeah, having an episode. He's having some sort of an episode. And so, Rich deciding that he is ready to embrace death in yeah. what maybe the depths of mania is kind of what it seems like <laughs> yeah. is not the same as Dr. Lake Bell deciding to accept death because there's no way of getting pulled back up to the surface.
1: Two yes. totally
0: different things um two very different approaches to everything um but yeah she i do love like there the moments when you see her processing and being like wait maybe this guy i've thrown in with is not fully stable yeah we see her process that every so often but then she just like pushes through it
1: and i wouldn't mind in the name of science
0: yeah i wouldn't mind a little yeah. more concern or hesitation
1: I definitely
0: would have been like, maybe I don't need to bring you down with me into the sub. Yeah. Just seems like a lot can go wrong once you bring the erratic guy who, you know, was driving directly head on into traffic, that sort of thing. Like, Uh maybe don't bring him in the sub with you. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a doctor lady scientist. I'm not one to speak. But I do, I do appreciate that every so often you get these moments where you're like, is it breaking through to her? that maybe Rich is not well.
1: Yeah, is this, is this finally becoming like a deal maker or breaker? Yeah, um, and the answer is that
0: they're descending to the depths together. So, which like, by the way, in terms of things that I'm like, ways of dying that terrify me, trapped in a submersible on the bottom of the ocean is I think personally scarier than like, even going into like being trapped in a capsule in space.
1: No, I I was we I was watching Dead Calm with mm-hmm. friends last night. The excellent uh thriller from 1989 starring Nicole Kidman, Billy Zane and Sam Neill. Oh, what a uh, and it's 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 a thriller in the open sea. Like Sam Neill and Nicole Kidman, husband wife, they take on uh you know, there's a ship that's not in good that's not in good condition and like a guy starts rowing up to their their yacht in a dinghy mm. and they bring him on. And, and quickly, things turn for the, like, erratic and crazy. It's very good. But, like, I was saying, as we were watching it, I was like, guys, I can't say it's, w- it's one of my biggest fears, being stranded I- out at sea, because I don't think about it enough for it to qualify as that. Sure. But if I think about it, if I think of being in, like, the hull of a capsized boat out in open water, that quickly becomes... One of the scariest fucking things I could imagine in my entire mind. Yeah, yeah. Like, the ocean, I generally have no business with it. Yeah, I I, I, I like I like sho- being on the shore and looking at it, it's gorgeous, but as far as participating with the ocean? Right. No. Yeah, no, we've discussed no. that
0: Jordan has a healthy respect for the ocean.
1: Yes, I, I do. The, yeah. Never turn your back on the ocean.
0: Yeah. No, see, I don't mind the, like, the capsize, the Poseidon Adventure situations. Ooh. Those... Those don't fill me with the same deep-seated dread when I watch them as seeing me. seeing somebody in a capsule at the bottom of the ocean. That's because you don't, like, you have a chance. Getting, it's,
1: it's, it is hopeless. Yeah.
0: It's, it's hopeless. There's a chance you can get rescued from a capsized ship. There's a chance that if you are adrift, you will be found. If you're on the bottom of the fucking ocean, unless, like in the core, you can get the whales to sing for you, they're not yeah. finding you
1: that's it you're no. done and they're not bringing you they're not even supposed to be there yeah. so yeah end a story and and that's before you get into the parts of it where it's like
0: well also there's like crushing pressure so best case scenario you drown worst case scenario you drown while being crushed to death like none of those are good outcomes none no. of those are preferable to me
1: it is it is it's truly like it's true horror, mm-hmm. that that concept. So when Lake is, like, panicking because, like, their battery dies because everything starts going funky, Lake starts, like, kind of panic, trying to, okay, we're going to do this and we're going to fix this and are you going to help me? And, like, you're watching Hope leave her in that moment. Yeah. As Rich is, like, Rich is obsessed and settled on kind of the only idea, which is the, o- the only way out is through. Yeah. So let's go through. Yeah, I mean, he's got, a real,
0: he's got that real, like, the Lord will provide kind of vibe going on.
1: Yeah, which, yeah, if, yeah. If you build it, he will come.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, I'm not going to say anything about that. It just was, it is not, that is not my preferred um, partner for a high stakes situation. <laughs> yeah. Like, I want someone. That's fair doesn't believe in the afterlife to
1: be, if I'm going to
0: the bottom of the ocean, the person in the bottom of the ocean with me better not
1: believe there's a better world to come. Yeah. They better think this is what's it. Yeah. Because. And uh, fight for it like that. Exactly.
0: And Rich is, and like, maybe I'm a little bit swayed too because of his like very deep Southern accent, but like, there's nothing about Rich which suggests to me that he doesn't think that being at peace in a
1: different state is possible. And yeah this actor does a very good job of making him that guy yeah yeah I totally believe his whole deal oh yeah he feels very real to me like a person I grew up with
0: he, yeah he feels he feels very lived in he's I love the actor but um but yeah that's man rich yeah. I love Jackson too. cuddling her and being like, "It's okay." I'm like, "Let's not say it's okay, man. You're dying." Yeah. The like, the holding, like,
1: eat the other eventually. The desperation in like, this is what was supposed to happen, like this heaven's gate kind of commitment, is really like, and she's not like, she's she's like not comfortable with what's happening, but like you can watch the sort of cease fight, like she ceases to fight him because it's like she also knows like, what am I gonna do? Yeah. Like. What am I going to punch him and turn on the motor? Like, no, like it's watching somebody just like be held prisoner in that moment.
0: Yeah, well, you can watch it's that moment where you can watch it being like maybe it was a bad idea to come down here with Rich. <laughs> yeah.
1: Like that's that moment where you can watch. It <laughs> maybe being like, Jackson was onto
0: something. Yeah, I do love like I so I accidentally watched this this set twice because I was but I didn't realize back in September. That right, we were going to start La Brea again, um, with timing wise. So I accent. So I found my notes, which many of them are identical. My notes from seven to eight from S- September and then now. Mm-hmm. But I did. I found this note from though, which is that Rich would have looked directly at the monsters in Bird Box, and you know what? That's true.
1: Oh oh oh! Completely. Yeah, he would have been the like. I have to see. I have yeah. to know. Yeah. That would have been his character. That's and that's not someone you want to be in a submersible with. Not in a submersible. No.
0: no. Oh man, I.
1: I okay so I'm asking the surface master Circo's dead the security guy the handsome security guy has mm-hmm. like seemed to have successfully shut down his entire operation has told the government like nope there's nothing to see here you should revoke the funding it, is he doing that because somebody else shadowy guy growing flowers mm-hmm. um is doing the same research um, and he can't have government interference?
0: Yeah. if I don't remember the details of why, and I don't know if it was ever fully solved, but I do think it had to do with energy. Um, okay, okay. And so I think it had to do with energy resources, but I could be confusing that with something else. But okay. yeah, there was, as there often is, it's like- As there we're often that, is. are doing that Russian nesting doll situation of, like, who's the actual big bad, and now
1: yes. we're revealing
0: who the actual big bad is, and- given that this happened in episode, like, seven or eight, much like with Surface, I imagine had this show had a life beyond 15 episodes, we would have probably gotten, like, two more levels of who the actual big bad is. But in this case... I think that's a fair assessment. Yeah, it's shadowy fl- flower guy is paying okay. is
1: paying handsome security man, um, as far as we know. I... Yeah, handsome security... Like, like you, it's what you were saying before, like, last episode, that, like, now we're, like... Suddenly we've like flipped the show. Like we flipped the characters. Like there are we're now into a new sort of cast. The security guard is clearly like he's a central player now. Um we yeah, we're getting a sense of like part one and part two of what exists of surface. Yeah. Um even like I'm I'm so glad that Savannah finally had a human moment, Leighton Meester. Yeah. Um I the the kid, like, I find like I find him kind of annoying, but, like, okay, whatever. It's it's the storyline. But, like, man, she just, like, keeps being a dickhead to her little brother in a way that's, like, all right. Like, okay, icy hot girl. Like, it, be a person. And I'm glad we finally get a conciliatory, because he he's he's on the run with Nim, with his little creature, him and his friend. They take it as far as they can go. I really appreciated the scene. Like, they have hijacked a car. they oh stolen a pizza car, They're so- pizza I- delivery car. And to get away from police... Who are chasing them down. And his friend. His Eddie Hassel. His redheaded friend. Is like. Miles. He doesn't belong with us. Yeah. And Miles is like. Yes he does. And he's like. No. He's got to go back to the ocean. Like. He's alone with us. He needs to go back to his people. And it's like. Yeah. You're fucking right. This isn't about. Like. This isn't about actually. Like Miles. If Miles doesn't protect Nim. He's going to get killed by cops. It's about like. You have rescued an exotic rescued quote unquote an exotic animal from the sea where it is where it lives where it is from where it is of, and you have taken it out of its environment and attempted to domesticate it. You must return the animal to the wild now, Miles. The hero's journey is over for you.
0: Yeah, I mean it's the you know the ET it's the ET story, but the problem with the ET with this at versus the ET story is that unlike in ET, Nim isn't stranded. Nim was not abandoned None. by his family. Nim is part of a full colony. Like, granted, Miles doesn't know that there's a right. full colony, but it's not as if this is something where, like, oh, he scuttled into the house and, like, or he found the Reese's pieces and now all of a sudden he's Miles's. Parent. Yeah. This was active <laughs> decision making Miles made every step of the way to keep this animal in his home. So, like, yeah. It doesn't really work. I do love that Miles is now just canonically stupid. I really appreciate yeah, that. Like that is funny. I think it's it's the best when Miles is like, they can't try us for anything. We're under eighteen. It's like, what are you? Oh, you're really dumb. I see. No. Yeah, you're. And then like his dad being like, well, he's thoughtful, not not with books. Yeah, okay.
1: <laughs> with books.
0: But when he gets interested in something, he gets interested in it, and it's like, oh, okay. He's he's not. He's not smart, is what you're telling me. He just, as I, a boy, sometimes get in, gets interest, and that's enough for you.
1: Is he, is dad a lawyer? I think so, yeah. He seems to be a very well-connected lawyer. Yeah. Like, Miles eventually gets apprehended. Dad has to has had to pull in every favor to get him basically sprung in just into community service. And then, like, like our, our human moment with Savannah comes at the end when, like, he's doing his, he goes from community service doing trash pickup mm-hmm. to Savannah being, like, they, like his parents want to ship him off to like an outward bound program to stop being such a fuck up. And Savannah's like, you can't do that. And like convinces her parents to keep him around. And then not only do they keep him around and not ship him off, they get him a cool job. Yeah. They're like, Savannah's like, dad like pulled in a you know, pulled in another favor and he got your like assignment switched to the aquarium. It's like he's not doing community service at the aquarium. He just has a fucking cool job. Yeah, that's at just the an internship now. Like, I yeah, appreciate- he, is a, he is a he's a what is it? An apprentice. Yeah, a, a, like marine biologist <laughs> at an aquarium now. That is not the equivalent of picking up garbage on the side of the road. And he's sulky about
0: all of it. He's sulky about picking up trash. He's sulky about the really cool job that he gets
1: instead and like because nothing's as cool as nim or something. Yeah, and like
0: he even at one point asks the zoo the the you know aquarium guy like oh do you have anything that like no one else has ever had? Because I mean, Miles does say explicitly prior to that he's like having a superpower. Nothing this cool happens to to anyone, to no one. Because as we Because it was
1: never about fucking nim, it was, never was about it nim. Miles.
0: And that's mm-hmm. that's the fucking thing. Miles mm-hmm. has main character syndrome. And Miles is behaving throughout this with the idea that he is the main character. Because if you are the main character in a movie, yeah, it doesn't matter if your pet almost kills the animal control guy. That's acceptable in that storyline. Like, when Miles is faced with the decision, as they say in the opening, He's faced with a terrible decision. Would he let it kill a man? And it's like, yeah, he did. He fully let it. There was no decision.
1: Yeah. He was fully on there board with it decision. killing. There wasn't a decision.
0: That was not a choice he made. He was just like, yeah, that's cool, whatever. Let's go on the run. This, These are all the actions of someone who grew up seeing E.T. and thinking, okay, yeah. this is, if I'm the main character in this story, that's acceptable. The problem is Miles... If you are in a situation, this is like a general guidance thing. If you're in a situation where you're like, am I act am I the main character in the story? And if so, that will inform the choices I make. You need to ask mm-hmm. yourself if you're the main character in the story or if you're the least interesting plot line in an ensemble.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuz most likely you're, you're the, you're main, the you're least You might be the main character in this story. Does anybody give a shit about the story, Miles? No, Miles is not the Miles is the least interesting
0: part of an ensemble cast. Yeah. And he's acting like he's the main character, and those are two very mm-hmm. different things with different ethics. And so, yeah, Miles, you're lucky that you got community service with trash. <laughs> yeah,
1: like, yeah. Because this- you're like, and your best friend like super showed up for you mm-hmm. right now. So I hope you know that you fucking owe him. Like, even without the almost
0: killing an animal control guy, because like, sure, okay. He couldn't have known that Nim was going to do that he still stole a car yeah separately this
1: kid yeah separately
0: fully stole a car I, I I'm I am all about like I do think that there is a, a an idea of okay let's put that the, that energy into something productive and he's into animals so sure he can be at the aquarium but uh, he needs more punishment than that because <laughs> yeah he doesn't seem to think well, that because the because his punishment was- is over.
1: Yeah. He has a cool job at the aquarium yeah. now. Yeah, and
0: he doesn't even seem to think that he deserves the punishment of the cool job at the aquarium. He's really, like, con- seems convinced that all of this was right and just, and it's just not fair that his parents are doing this to him. No. And, like, granted, yeah, again, his parents- And his parents-, parents suck. Exactly. I was gonna say, like, his mom is terrible. His father terrible. sucks. His father- I do think it's really funny that, like, when Miles- he picks up Miles after work, and Miles like, did you know that we've only explored 10% of the ocean's species? And yeah. his dad, like, misinterprets that as a deep statement instead of just a kid parroting a weird fact. And yeah. I do think it's really funny that his dad seems to think that, like, Miles is an old soul who speaks in metaphor.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Yeah. When, like, in fact, no, Miles speaks only on one level, and it's, like, the most basic entry level. There's yeah. no depth
1: happening here. Miles... <laughs> Is the titular surface. Miles is the surface, yes. And the whole show is happening underneath him. Exactly. That opening we get in the, in the, in oh, 107.
0: Oh, with um, the planes? With the planes?
1: And we're like, we see like, p- what would probably be fucking thousands. Yeah. Of the creatures just like, swimming uh, along the surface of the water. I was like, oh. Oh my god really giving us a sense of the scale right now yeah
0: oh i love i love every i love the opening moments the opening moments these shows are just they do such a good job of giving you like something that keeps you intrigued with the actual creatures themselves every time yeah when watching the the mass migration of the magmasaurus to their mating grounds great Mm -hmm. stuff would watch an I just remembered, like magma
1: sores. I just remembered how they like crawl in and out of lava. Yeah, and they swim that's through How the, cool that they
0: is! They through
1: the magma. I love them. I love them that so is much. Amazing. Yeah, we don't know why. I and- did. I resented it when Miles' friend was like, because Miles was like, "Do you think Nim will miss us?" And he's like, "Animals don't miss. They just want food." It's like, I'm sorry. You've never seen a leave kit on the patio of a coffee <laughs> shop to go to the bathroom. <laughs>
0: That's like, not missing. That's a terror of abandonment. Yeah.
1: <laughs> when my dog starts just yelling for me. It's fine, like, kid. Like, look, look, kid. You've never walked past a storefront where a dog was tied up to, like, a meter in front of that store, and the dog is just staring into the door waiting for their person to come out? Go fuck yourself. On a
0: fundamental level, there's no world in which that particular character with that hair has not seen Jurassic Bark, the episode of uh, (laughs) Futurama that just, don't watch it if you don't want to cry. It's the most singular, devastating episode of television I've ever seen in my life. Basically- That's
1: terrible thought.
0: It's essentially like, the the heartbreaking part of it essentially that we learn that Fry, who goes to the future, There was a dog who like was in his life and was waiting for him. And we watched the dog waiting for him.
1: Oh my God. And
0: it's a cartoon dog. So it's, you know, it's like particularly (laughs) calibrated to be (laughs) devastating.
1: Yeah. That's designed to destroy. Yeah. That dog is emotionally designed to destroy. Like
0: I, I will do, I will watch Futurama and
1: actively skip that episode because it's just too, mm -hmm.
0: it's too much. It's, it hurts
1: too much. I, I was watching, I was rewatching Scream 5 the other day, and when we get to, like, Deputy Judy and her son, I'm like, no, no. I, I, went and ma- I went and, like, started dinner. I was like, I don't have to watch this again. And when we get to Deputy Dewey, I don't have to watch this again. Why would I, why would I sit through this? Like, I don't want to be really fucking sad. No. And I'm not going to, I know what happens, so I'm just going to go for a minute. Yeah. You so, we just- don't have to, this is, the movie Gia. I love that movie. That <sighs> movie is important to me. I can't watch it. Why would I do that to myself? Yeah. Like, you don't need to subject yourself to
0: those things any but so therefore don't watch Jurassic Park. But <laughs> I do think like that kid has absolutely seen Jurassic Park. But Miles did that being said, yeah, Miles needs to fucking hear that a wild animal isn't going to miss him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's not. Like, you've kept it
1: captive yeah it's it's not so
0: much that it's gonna miss you it's that you're the only home it's known and so therefore now it needs that but that's a different issue than you and the animal are bonded and it misses you
1: yeah yeah and miles this is just about you wanting to be missed you wanting to be validated yeah and wanting to have
0: superpowers like this makes you cool and interesting
1: yeah it's just
0: miles i mean miles just sucks but yeah, if, like I get why Savannah's a bitch to him. Mm-hmm, absolutely. And the fact that she does step in and advocate for him to not go to like intensive camp is entirely yeah. just like that's At that point, that's just mercy. Because can you imagine Miles with any sort of any sort of like tough love situation? That no. child is very soft. Yeah. yeah.
1: His hands and that's not have gonna... never known how to. He's never cleaned or made a bed. He's not going to get toughened up by it. He's going to get hurt and sent home early. Yeah.
0: Yeah. No, that it's, it's just, <laughs> yeah. it's not going to end well for him. But of course, that's what his parents think is the best plan
1: because his parents suck. But. <laughs> yeah. I love, like, there's, he he never, like, he's no reason to trust his parents. Like, when he, like, he's on the phone with his mom while the police are chasing him down. And she's like, you know, come home. And he's like, I can't. They're gonna hurt Nim. And she's like, oh, I don't know why I can never say the right thing to you. And she's like, kind of getting close mm-hmm. to a tender moment with him, but not really doing a great job. And then he's like, gonna go. And she's like, No, don't hang up. Yeah. He's like, Are you tracing this call? Like, I, I that his mom, the moms in this show, this show doesn't know moms. Yeah. Like th- no one who. I guess no one who wrote this show has a mom like like they have never met a mom <laughs> or it's a bad it's a bad read on the moms they had because it's just like like none of like Belle again <laughs> co-workers yeah this mom like completely just wants to be a kept wife yeah who like lunches with the ladies and like has martinis all day has white wine all day and then um Rich's wife awful just a shrew yes like it's just the moms in this show goddamn terrible oh uh, just genuinely awful i miles's mom i
0: did love that it took miles till his mom giving the game away to realize that his call could be traced like <laughs> also loved again just like in the keeping of that they are both very stupid that it's like okay for him to answer his buddy's phone
1: yeah that like that there is the, both- a great moment in this, a great moment in this show when he realizes he's being traced and he just throws the phone and his friend just behind him goes, That's my phone! I, I, was like, I was like, that's perfect. I also that's loved perfect. when they
0: were crossing the road and he's fully carrying the and he's fully carrying the the pet carrier. And he's like, It's cool. No one's gonna stop us. We're just two kids crossing the road with a pet carrier. It's like, have you how many kids do you think there are in this city? With your particular shade of ginger hair.
1: Yeah, yeah, with that with that real like hat fluff yeah. of of red hair. Like that's you, you, you're gonna have to do
0: a a, a Richard like dyeing his hair in the sink, the fugitive style, if you're planning <laughs> yeah. on going on the run buddy, because your hair is too fucking red to be inconspicuous.
1: Yeah. But I, and I, isn't, it, isn't it earlier, like, don't we learn earlier in the show that his entire family yes. has that redhead? Yeah, that I, think is it was like so, last, I think it was like fifth or sixth episode that the entire family looks like That, that is such a great moment <laughs> in that you're like, oh, God, that they put that together. They were like, no, 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 we have to cast six redheads.
0: Yeah.
1: As they should. <laughs> As <we laughs> yeah, they absolutely, absolutely should. It was, I know, I love that. I loved,
0: I, I just, I, I, I would love an entire spinoff with his family. Just finding out
1: everything about this giant family of redheads that happened to live there. Yeah. <laughs> I so who else are we following at this point? It's you know, Team Lake. Mm-hmm. It's Miles and Miles and Nim. That's kind of it It's like the security guy. Security guy, but we only are getting like a couple quick moments with him. Um it's
0: mostly and it's funny because like what's crazy is that in the opening, you know, the previously on surface montage. Mm-hmm. It's so wild in both episode seven and eight. They just don't fucking lead with Lake Bell. Yeah. It takes, I mean, in episode seven, it takes, we get Rich, they lead with Rich, and then we get to Circo. And then mm-hmm. after Serco, we get his assistant. San, uh, was it Saint, Right. And then we get Lake Bell. And it's like, you know, a man on a search for his brother. A, yeah. A doctor about to break through on a new breakthrough. And his assistant, who bravely, and the woman they hand it to, and it's like I can see why this failed, <laughs> partly because you guys have highlighted the least
1: interesting characters. Like, yeah, I, I mean, and they're they're highlighting characters that aren't even fucking there anymore.
0: Right, like talking about Sing and Circo, like as if they are main drivers of the story versus what they were, which is random characters who showed up and gave Lake
1: Bell information, then moved her along. When they when they replay I had forgotten how <laughs> horrific Circo oh, getting run over was. And when they replay that in the recap, I was like, "My god, they brutalized that dummy." Like that and the fact that when we do see him in the hospital, like he dies obviously, but like he's got like some scratches on his face, it's like he would be meat. Yeah. He would be hamburger after that it's he goes under all four fucking wheels he gets like pulled along the road it's so
0: bad yeah the only thing that's missing is just them backing up over him again
1: Uh, that is a hundred percent true the only step that they left off is like well now heck, it's really how fucking bad that was. They're definitely going to go back for more because that was with extreme prejudice. They wanted that guy. Like, they want to send a message with this one. So they're putting it in reverse and they're making sure they break his head like a water bottle. Oh God. Just burst. <laughs> oh My no. God. I mean, it's true, it was, though. It's so graphic. It's a
0: bad one. It's a, it's a, it's it's a brutal It's so hit.
1: graphic in, like, a way that nothing else is, that like, graphic in this show. And so, and then, like, to again, to then feature him in that hospital bed, it's like, this looks like a guy who fell down. Like, yeah. are you kidding me? Well, they couldn't, I mean,
0: did you ever watch, you never watched Grey's Anatomy. There's um, a character who gets run over and he's so badly disfigured from it that they can't recognize that he's one of the main
1: characters on the show. I was gonna say this has to be one of the one of the characters on the show. This can't just be like a patient. No, no, no. This is like he gets he, this guy like the worst things in Grey's Anatomy seem to be reserved for the cast. It's a hundred percent true. It's all, like bad stuff happens if you're a patient in the
0: in the show. Worse things happen if you're a doctor on the show. <laughs> that's just God. a rule. But yeah, it's um. But yeah, they they get this John Doe, and they can't figure out who he is. You know, and like it's a character that's been on the show since the beginning. Yeah, yeah, and it like and that's the kind of degree oh of my god of disfigurement Circo should have had. Yes, but this is a show that does a lot of like artful one bandage on the forehead to denote. Yeah, yeah, yeah to denote that's one head of the trauma. best
1: things I one of my favorite things about like 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 tropes in fiction is like the artful bandage mm. over what should be a severe wound. Um, f- fashion tactical. Yeah. Where it's just, like, perfectly fitting tank tops on women and very cool utility pants on men. And everyone is just, like, everyone is built up to look hot first and utilitarian second. Oh, like Megan Fox uh, in... I, I um, love that. when Like, Megan Fox in her tactical gear in, uh, was it Prey? What was the one that we watched? Oh, Rogue. Yeah. Rogue. Rogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, and like the Terminator, one of my favorites ever is the Terminator show, Terminator the Sarah Connor sure. Chronicles. Like Lena Headey and Summer Glau are so tactical sexy in that show. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, listen, Terminator Summer doesn't need, she doesn't need actual tactical gear. She's a fucking Terminator, so it's all just dress up. But like Lena Headey, Lena Headey just has like rad camo jackets and stuff that look like she's just gonna be a cool motorcycle woman I think that's like like anytime you can I want to make movies where that happens
0: if I like I don't have the right body for it in terms of like the silhouette looking right but that is what I want from my wardrobe like that is yeah
1: I I don't quite I don't quite have it I would
0: love that if that were true yeah I want that's like the dream for me is I mean especially somebody like uh, yeah, like, I live in, I used to live in, like, a, a rib-knit tank top. Love. Yeah. I yeah. want a rib-knit tank top, some jeans, like, or I feel some... like I
1: still think, I still think of you in a ribbed tank mm-hmm. top.
0: Yeah, and, like, with, I just, I never could do the cargo pants with it, because that's no. just too much when you're five foot two and build, <laughs> <laughs> built to pull ox carts, but, like... Right, yeah, I'm,
1: I'm a bit too, I'm a bit too boxy-built mm-hmm. for that. Yeah, you gotta be live, is the problem. Yeah, you do, you do, Stew-y. you do... Yeah, to where – you've got to be – you've got to be – I mean, Summer is a trained ballet dancer. Yeah. Like, that's how she began her career performance. Jessica Biel is Jessica Biel. Yeah. And then you watch Blade Trinity, and you're like, that's – that's a that – is, that is the model body for Fashion Tactical is is Jessica Biel. That's not a Victoria's Secret model. Yeah. That's a, like, fashion muscles.
0: The closest we've ever come to that, like, for, for your and my body type – is Angelina Jolie in Tomb Raider, but we didn't get- I think
1: you're right. Like, that's an outfit that you, like, that's an outfit you wear. Like, the tank top with the shorts and everything, like, and, like, the boots? Yeah. That's absolutely an Amanda out there surveying outfit. Yeah. yeah, Outfit.
0: That's, I mean, that's what I imagine I look like in my head, and then I see myself, and I'm like, that's not what I look like. But <laughs> yeah. that is how I, like, picture myself when I'm, like, wearing
1: my my hiking gear. Um it's like when the pretty girls in high school, like the pretty sporty girls in high school could just, like, wear their sweatpants, like, pulled, like, scrunched above their knee, and they just looked so cool. Oh, my God. And if I did it, I would just look like I was wearing very rumpled jammies. Why?
0: How did they manage to scrunch their sweatpants up above their knee and not How? With, like, pantaloons. How?
1: I don't know. I could wear the same exact sweatpants. Where did the fabric go when they did it? Where did it go? Because it disappeared
0: on them. It just goes away. And you're just like, wait, how does this when did it get tailored to
1: your fit? Like, I don't understand. (laughs) And then it strets, extends, and it's the same like the sweatpants are supposed to be. If I put that on, it's just a bunch of gathered sweatpants above my knee. Yeah. What the fuck? Well, it's the same thing as, like, when they would wear the, the
0: Sophie um, shorts and roll them up twice. The rolled shorts! Yes!
1: And I was like, how, how does that look so cool on you? Cool! And, and like, me, just like, looks like, just like a tee just tucked in the front. Yeah. Like... How did that work? I, I had the same exact fucking stuff on as you. Yeah. And like, I'm not dramatically shorter, but how did this go so wrong here? I feel like at the beginning of like sixth grade, the teachers- Like Belle could roll up those, oh. like Belle, Dr. Lady Scientist is rolling up those fucking sweatpants Un- and all that extra fabric is going away. They're- she fucking does it in these episodes She puts on Jackson's clothes mm-hmm. And in one scene it's like she is wearing men's clothes And then the next scene she's just like wearing A women's Bermuda short And like waist rolled yeah. Like button down on Jack- But Jackson To be fair, Jackson is wearing everything
0: From Abercrombie 2005 Yes, and yeah he is There's Those clothes would have Also fit Lake Bell She would have just needed to have a belt on But like Jackson's a slim man, so yeah, the fit. But also like yeah, Doctor Lake Bell can just look effortlessly cool in whatever. Yeah, Doctor Lake Bell in
1: just a tank with the scrunched up sweatpants move, like coolest looking person you've ever seen. That that's that's a category of pulling it off that I think has mystified me most my entire life because it's not even like having access to things that I don't. Yeah. It's like us having access to the same exact things, and me not like you being di- like differently built than me, but not wildly so. And yet, and yet, how did this work? It can't just be confidence. It can't just be that. Like that, that is one that is that's an, always been a one that got away for me. Yeah. When I see girls in like even now in like soccer warm up style pants, I'm like, God, I would love cool soccer warm ups. And then I put them on, I'm like, that's not right. Yeah. That's not what that's doing.
0: Yeah, that moment you're like, no, this is going to work this time. And then you try and you're like, yeah. no. Nope. It no. Doesn't matter what I do, how old I get, how much I analyze it to figure it out, nope. to get it right. No, it's just some things, some people just can do it. And it's not Yeah, like I fair. can
1: put on exactly the pants my sister just had on. And yes, pa- clothes look different on different people's bodies. But it's like, how did the cool factor of this just fall off a cliff? Mm-hmm. How am I not in the same neighborhood as where you were? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, I don't it's it's the fashion thing I've always it's the it's like the one fashion thing I've always been mad I couldn't do because like it should work on me. See this is like I'm not trying to be a hanger. I'm not trying to be a runway girly like it's not that that should fucking work for me. Yes. And it's preposterous that it doesn't. It should
0: absolutely your style, your aesthetic. You should be able to pull off the scrunched knee sweatpants. I'm saying. But yes, it eludes all of us. Unless you're part of like the 10 girls that got pulled aside in sixth grade and were told like the secrets.
1: Yeah. <laughs> they were told things. Mm-hmm. They were given information we weren't given. Yeah. Like how to French braid. I never got that. <laughs> yeah. I never got that. I never learned how to do a cartwheel. How did they all know? Someone must have told them. Well, okay. never been able to do it. Really? No. Oh my God. I do a
0: cartwheel? That's crazy. It's just putting your hands down and throwing your legs over your head. It's great. But it's not because you just fall forward. Okay, we're gonna work on this. Because that's the one I, thing, I like, would
1: try again. The
0: one thing I can teach you is a cartwheel. I can't teach you how to. I want
1: to be able to do this, so I will do. I will try. Okay. It's never. It's never made sense to me. Yeah. It's. It's. And people just do it with the greatest of goddamn ease. Yeah, because it's mostly just momentum.
0: Like I was a bad gymnast, and I can do a cartinal, <laughs> A, a cardinal, a cartwheel. I was, I was not a graceful gymnast, but I can do that too, <laughs> yeah. because Momentum does most of the work for you.
1: Wow. I want to, I want, I, I want to finally be given the information, so this is exciting. <laughs> uh, I'll tap you <laughs> into that I'm getting the information.
0: Secret. But yeah, otherwise, to go back to the original question, no, other than than these two plot lines, this mm-hmm. is kind of, like I said, like the story's starting to converge, and it's going to converge yeah, yeah, yeah. more now that at the end of this episode, <laughs> fucking miles
1: Miles,
0: Miles just gets on a boat and goes away. Um, it, naturally. Yeah, like, I I did love his parents just kind of futilely standing on the side, yelling at him on the dock. Yeah,
1: Miles, no, come back. It's like, no, Miles is gone. Yeah, you've done, like, you're shitty parents, but in this episode, these past two episodes, like this episode particularly, you've done everything for, like, you've gotten him out of trouble. You've gotten him a cushy gig that he... Seems to like that would theoretically work for him. Fuck Miles now.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I I did mix up. So he, he the the boat thing happened before, but this in this episode, these episodes was when he was just like in the ocean. And they go went. Oh, right right, 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 yeah. right. Yeah. But still, fuck Miles. Fuck Miles because he doesn't deserve the nice things that keep being done for him.
1: No, he just like he has not earned his cool fellowship at the aquarium. I still I get ridiculous. Like what a cool job, man. I would love. Yeah, like that. you get a. F- Feed the animals? Yeah. Like, at the very least, your job should only include picking up garbage around the aquarium and doing, like, doing hard custodial work. Like, you shouldn't get to go feed the rays. No, you should not get fun
0: times at this job. No. But Miles is going to get fun times because that's what happens when you're, like, a rich, shitty kid.
1: Yeah, it is. You know? This is going to turn into- And a at co- least like- Savannah is upfront that she's a bitch, okay? Yeah.
0: And also, Savannah. To Savannah's credit, Savannah puts the work in to justify subsequent being a bitch. Like, yeah, yes. she's she's mean, she's rude, but she gets really good grades. Like, she worked. Like, yeah, let Savannah her have her fucking extra, thrives. Her extracurricular is bullying her brother. Let her have that. <laughs> yeah. And who could blame her? Yeah, I would also if my brother sucked as much as he does. And Miles does. My brother's awesome. If my brother sucked as much as Miles does, I would absolutely be like, I'm going to bully the shit out of this kid who doesn't work near as hard as I do, but gets all of the same exact privileges I get. Yeah. Because you know that this kid, like the kid clearly doesn't want for anything. He's, you know, has his computer. He has all his things. So you know that they're not being like, Miles, until you get your grades up, you can't have a computer in your room. Until you get your grades up, we're taking your gaming system away. None of that. Savannah has to work her ass off. Miles gets everything. So yeah, no, let her be a bitch to him. And then when it matters, she comes in clutch.
1: And this and this, this is uh, truly the Leighton Meester skill set.
0: Yeah. I gotta say, when Leighton was having that moment, like when she's actually having the heart-to-heart with Miles, she is giving that so much more than oh, that yeah. moment deserves. Like Leighton Meester showing that she has the chops.
1: I, 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 maybe it was because I, li- I, I had watched Surface, and not that it's not a song I don't go back to with some frequency, but maybe it was because I had the show in my mind that I certainly pulled up uh, Cobra Starship's Good Girls Gone Bad in How the car that? today. And on, like, never has there been a better feature on a song by a mid singer. Yeah. Like, she's no Gaga, she's no Beyonce, but like, The perfect application of Leighton Meester in a sassy song, a sassy pop song about good girls going bad in a music video where she plays like a fucking secret federal agent who's busting Cobra Starship for partying or something. Like, Leighton Meester, I want a renaissance. Mm -hmm. I want like, where's the like, where's the like Blake Lively simple favor kind of thing for Leighton Meester where we finally, where we finally get to see like, Blair was a perfect fit, obviously. And she's done other stuff that's enjoyable. Like, she, is that show that she's on that, uh, about, like, y- yeah. single parent yeah. adults? That, like, it got yeah. good reviews. I don't know if people watched it. Uh, like, I watched it. So she does a great, she's moved into her weird dirtbag phase. Okay. Which, and like, she was great at that in, a. am forgetting the name on it right now, but where she plays, like, the gay best friend of oh, uh, Gillian. Flynn. Jacobs, yeah, Gillian
0: Flynn. Or Gillian, G- Gillian Jacobs, the one where she's like- as Yes, get, Gillian Jacobs, where yes. Where they get Jack in the Box. Life Partners. Yes, God, she was great in that. She's Great in that. Great in that. I, yeah, no, she, like, that movie kind of kicks off her weird dirtbag phase, and so she's done She's done a lot of weird dirtbag. Now she's got a recurring role on How I Met Your Father.
1: How I Met Your Father, okay, yeah. okay. Um.
0: I know. I would love to see. And I just don't know if Leighton wants it or not, but God, yeah, I would love don't know what more, she wants. No you idea what she more, wants. Layton? I, I've always yeah. I've been a. And I think she's just fantastic. And she looks like she's always having fun with the characters. Yeah. Like, yeah, give me that. You know?
1: But. Yeah, maybe she's just like, listen, I don't like being too busy. Yeah. Look, when your husband's like, why would Adam. I? Brody, Like, yeah, you don't need to get out of yeah, the Yeah, neither much. of them has to be very busy ever again mm-hmm. if they don't want to be.
0: Yeah, and they do have like. As a couple, they have that great cachet of if they ever want to make quick money, they can. They can make some quick fucking cash.
1: I was just talking to, and this has nothing to do with anything, but I was just talking to a real, like, working actor gent over the weekend. And he was talking about how, and he's probably, like, in his 40s now. Mm -hmm. And he's, like, works consistently. He's, like, been on some, like, good profile stuff. But he was saying that, like, I just, like, it would be so great if I could get to a point where, like, I could cash out. I could cash in just sort of whenever I wanted to. Like, if I could just, like, if I was big enough to just every once in a while be like, yeah, I'll go take that ridiculous million dollars over there. Like, not doing, like, if it's in fucking Indonesia, Mm -hmm. making, like, global cinema kind of, like, action movie kind of things. But just, like, that kind of thing where, like, that is a threshold of actor. Where, like, maybe they're not gonna lead their own show but they have enough of that cachet to be like yeah i can dip off and just make some quick some quick fun money doing like some fuck around thing it's like it's fascinating like talking talking to actors and like seeing what like the tiers of actor success actually are to the people doing the job yeah because well we hear about the a-listers we watch the oscars those people are the 1% of the 1% in their own profession. They are not representative of the gigantic bulk majority of people who do what they do. So like, I, I want like hearing about the, the tiers of success as evaluated by actors themselves is fascinating to me. Yeah. That's super interesting.
0: I would all, I see. I think that if I were an actor, I'd want to be cameo level successful. Mm. Like passive. like, yeah. Okay. I can get some cash if I, you know, I can just have this, like, I make 30 second videos saying hi to people and they pay me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's, that's
1: kind of, you know, just like, I would want to, wanna, I would want to like be that like would be kind of where I'd want to be. endowed Dowd, Margo Martindale, like Cherry Jones. Yeah. Like that to me is the perfect fucking dream. Yeah. Where anytime somebody sees you on screen, you're going to be like, is this going to be the best scene in this entire episode? Is this going to be the best character in this entire show? And will they be in it for 15 minutes? Could be. Yeah. You're always just like, ooh, they deliver. That's that's my, that's my ideal. Oh yeah, no the the this is gonna be good. Actor is is a key. Yeah, one, for <laughs> this sure. this is gonna be good. Yeah, exactly. And then you get to do things like Margot
0: Martindale getting to star in Cocaine Bear. So exactly, exactly
1: that yeah. is truly
0: incredible. Yeah, I was just because I was thinking about this the other day with like thinking about specifically like Neil Patrick Harris doing Spawn, and I was just like, man. Is that something where you do it because it's like, well, it's another million, like, why not? Yeah. Or is it something where you really genuinely just want to keep working? Because I don't yeah. think I would ever do it because I'd be like, I just got to keep having a job. But I do think I'd be like, yeah, you know what? What's more cash?
1: What's more cash? Yeah. Like, and it used to be, the the version of that that used to was like going and doing like ads over in Japan. right? But now, Like I remember like George Clooney talking about like doing Nespresso ads over in Southeast Asia. And like, that's how he would make, movies like good night and good luck yeah and like yes er syndication but like you know yeah you get a life to which you become accustomed every once in a while handing over five hundred thousand dollars doesn't hurt yeah it's just, you know, not a bad way to live so you know more for leighton meester so i
0: think this digression might yeah. mean that we have gotten through our episodes of surface for this week
1: Really excited to be back. Oh, I'm so
0: happy. I, yeah, it's great. I'm so happy to be back doing this again. I mean, just the best. Like, I'm, and I'm excited again. I just, I'm so happy to be able to bring you this and that you get to like experience this for the first time. It's awesome.
1: It's so much fun. Yeah. It's just, and there's so much TV. I have a hard time starting TV because I'm like, oh, there's simply too much of it. Sure. So, an occasion like this. Awesome. Great. Um, yeah. And, and we'll get through it and then it'll
0: just be- And then we'll get through it? And then we'll be done with, with Surface and you'll have experienced the thing that has basically preoccupied one-tenth of my brain since 2005. Yep.
1: Yeah. And now that we are, now that we are through today, what's, what awaits us next week? So, um, we've got suggestions. Same movie was suggested by two people.
0: Now, I am going to butcher this name and I apologize um, Ein Erebus. Shianem, Sheanima- okay. Shni is their handle. Okay, I don't know. I tried. I'm really sorry. And then Frank, who often engages with us on Twitter, Frankie T underscore three. Uh, both mm-hmm. of them suggested the film Supercell, a 2002 release. Ta- capture the tagline is the chase is on. Good-hearted teenager William always lived in hope of following in his late father's footsteps and becoming a storm chaser. His father's legacy has now been turned into a storm chasing tourist business managed by the greedy and reckless Zane Rogers, who is now using Will- Zane. Zane Rogers, who is now using William as the main attraction to lead a group of unsuspecting adventurers deep into the eye of the most dangerous supercell ever seen. Amazing. I mean, listen, if that's not the plot of Twisters, Oh yeah! I don't know what to tell you. Um, and so the cast includes Skeet Ulrich, great, great, very excited about that. Anne Haege in what I assume was probably one of her last, if not her last role. So okay. Anne Haege does make a return to the triumphant world of disaster movies. Mm-hmm. Um, and then of course we've got Richard Gunn, and last but not least, oh, last and least, Alec Baldwin. Last and least, there he is. Alec Baldwin. So this will certainly be interesting. This is uh, streamable, uh, rentable in all the usual places. Um, But I'm just, you know, excited to see what Skeet Ulrich and Anne Heche have cooked up for us. Yes, me too. Because what a 90s combination
1: that is. (laughs) Yeah.
0: So that's next. So does week. that take
1: us to that? Does that take us to are we are we at handles yeah. where the people can we're, find you?
0: Yeah, like, oh, we're at handles where people can find us.
1: Yes. Where
0: can people find? So what you do you got? In?
1: Where are you where are you, Amanda? Oh my God, you, we're you go it up. first.
0: Oh yeah, no. four, <clears throat> almost four years in, and we're switching things up over here.
1: Wow, look at I that. Know. Jesus, we're gonna hit
0: four years in July, Jordan. Uh huh. That is nuts. Can you believe that we've been doing this? The we've been doing this. The entirety of the pandemic. That is
1: crazy.
0: Mm-hmm. July 2019. We were so young then. We knew so little. We about We were so this young. World.
1: Crawl was just coming into the movie theaters. Oh,
0: we had we had
1: wow. no idea what
0: we were getting ourselves into.
1: God, what was I then? I would have was 2019. Yeah, so you would have been, been... 34? Yeah, 34. Yeah, 34. Yeah, that feels like a crazy age now. Like I'm gonna be 38 in June. I know. 34. That hits differently.
0: Yeah. No, I can. I can just think back to how young and dewy I was. Yeah. <laughs> Thirty-four. Oh yeah, god. Yeah. No. Back in the old apartment, recording around in yep. my recording in my studio and studio apartment, and and producer Jason there with us. Mm-hmm. Um, god, a di- a different time. A, a truly breathing the same air. <laughs> yeah. All of us just breathing air together.
1: Uh, but yeah you can, and so where can we
0: find right, you I am Amanda Smith says on Twitter um and then also uh, obviously we're disaster underscore pod on Twitter we have disastergirls.myshopify.com if you want to get any of our amazing merchandise mm-hmm,
1: um, mm-hmm. muja hive muja
0: hive so excited about my muja candle like this is not in the store I found a alligator candelabra at um home goods the other day so obviously Uh i have to buy that and even though it's got three candle spots i'm gonna use it to light shabbat candles because it's what muja would
1: want it is it's what muja demands yeah
0: yeah you shall have no other idols before me except muja there is an asterisk about that
1: and then uh jordan where can we find you Uh, You can find me on Twitter at JorCrew, J-O-R-C-R-U. You can find The Feeling Scene Pod, new episodes weekly. Uh, We actually, uh, a fairly recent episode is with the producer, Daniela Taplin-Lundberg, who was uh, the lead producer on Life Partners, that Leighton Meester movie um and recent episodes uh last two episodes include av rockwell the writer director of the new movie 1001 and we had a great conversation about the movie crooklyn and i talked to brandon cronenberg about himself and uh whether or not any of us really exist so it was a very brandon cronenbergian conversation and you can go find those and play them now amazing
0: Oh, that's why. I, Life Partners is very good. I'm strong. I enjoy that. It's so good. Yeah.
1: And I actually, it's we talk a bit about it in the podcast, how the ending of it changed almost while they were, like, really close to while they were shooting because marriage equality passed. Oh, wow. Yeah. So the ending was totally different. Oh, that's And then so they had to rework it because it was like, we can't do what we were going to do. This, like, doesn't fit anymore. And she explained to me. What it was previously, I'm blanking on it right now, but I was like, I'm so glad for that change. Yeah. And that made me really happy. Oh,
0: that's great. Well, perfect. So we'll be back in the meantime. We're going to be back. You guys can find us in all those places. And we'll be back next week with Supercell.
1: And we'll see you all then. the doing it. Bye. Bye.